Hello, everybody, and welcome to Jeremy and Brian Try to Podcast. I am sitting at my home in Kansas City right now recording what will be one of the last intros, I think. Uh, hi, Dexter. I see you. Um, we are uh, thoroughly into uh, Try to Podcast mode at this point. Um, so the only thing I really want to warn you about is uh, our contact information. Um, we're going to get caught up uh, pretty soon. We're, gonna, we're, we're not recording right now, so we can get caught up. So here pretty quick, uh, we're going to be able to start responding live to you. Uh, not live, but, you know, uh, relatively quickly. So if you have any questions for Brian, especially with this uh, episode coming up, because there, uh, I imagine there might be some questions or just uh, some comments about this, reach out uh, via Google. God, these dogs and their nails are on the floor. Click, clock, click, clock. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, where was I? Uh, try to podcast google.com. You can just send us uh, an email uh, there, or you can record a voice memo like I'm doing on my phone at this exact moment, and you can send this to try to podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and then you can find us on Facebook, try to podcast, go to our website, try to podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, try to podcast at, uh, on Twitter. So, uh, really just try to podcast, Google us, you're going to find us and, um, interact with this. This is where it's going to start to get fun now that we're getting, uh, close to being live. So do that. I can't wait to, uh, interact with you guys a little more already interacting with a few people I've never met before via Facebook and Twitter, just meeting you, uh, from doing the show. So it's a lot of fun. Um, for now I'm going to have my dog stop licking my toe. And um, take a shower because I painted my house today. Not my old house. That would have taken a lot longer. Um, that's all I got. Enjoy the show. Our recording. Yeah, we're going to try and podcast this thing. Hello, everyone. That's right. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Cool. I see that. Oh, man, that sounds so good. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, and that's, and that's me. Like, I just don't want to uh, get on the elliptical. And I, I haven't even checked the closet. The dog's been in there for like three weeks. I haven't heard him bark, but I, I'm not going to walk him anyway. But I just yeah, don't want to do any of that. God dang it. I wasn't recording. <laughs> <laughs> With a yet, 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 ooh ooh. If you wanna go and take a ride with me, with three wheeling in the fall with the goldies, oh why must I live this way? If you wanna go and get high with me, smoke a L in the back of the Benzie, oh why must I feel this way? Welcome to the show, everybody. This is. This is a show where Jeremy and Brian try to podcast, as we are being very uh, evident of that at this point. But uh, yes, we are officially recording now. Anyway, we lost that stuff before. Who really cares? I don't really care. That's just yeah. small talk. Take two. That's small talk. I've got stuff that I want to get into with you, dude. Um, I don't know if you noticed. Uh, I sent you a, a link. Are you able to access that here on Skype? No, I'm not, because if I try and get into Skype on the computer, it'll lock up, freeze up, and want to start again. Oh, that's right. We're not. And on the phone, I am not able to really get it going. So at this point in time, I'm not going to try and get fancy and do any links. Can I Let's send you a text? Talk because... Can I send you a text? Yes, you okay. can. Maybe. Go I'm going to send you a text, and uh, you should be able to toggle back and forth between Skype. Well, well, text messages just hey, came look through. look at that. And that's crazy. You did it like so effortlessly. I didn't even see you do anything on your end. <laughs> it's almost like you just spoke it into existence. <laughs> do you mind if I send you this text? Blink. 
Yes, exactly. Well, there it is. So this this is something that happened while you were gone. This is okay. So to set things up, because I, I we weren't recording earlier. Um, I, part of the reason why we're doing this podcast is that we want to get Brian caught up on stuff that happened when he was in jail, not just like. Um, I don't know, Game of Thrones and stuff like that, but just like pop culture references. So are, were you able to pull up this link that I sent you? Yes, it appears I see a gold and white dress. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. And <laughs> and um, then I guess it says from this day on, the world will be divided into two people, blue and black or white and gold. Yes, so back in this would be like 2015 i want to say dang it why isn't the original post oh of course it's not on there while you were in jail brian this happened prison by the way Pr- uh, prison what's the difference please to Big explain difference well in jail it's like you're trying to figure out if you're going to go to prison or not so oh, okay you went to jail for a couple days go home you still got your job prison your life's effed i see okay so there's a big Prison is where you go, you know, like all people are innocent until found guilty. Right. That's when you're in jail. When you go to prison, yeah, you're guilty. Gotcha. Gotcha. Whether you did it or not, sure. you're guilty. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. O- only guilty man in Shawshank over here, though, buddy. So, so yeah, um, from this day on, blue and black or white and gold. So this is uh, from uh, February 26, 2015. If anybody who is listening to this show knows how to access a podcast, Chances are they're tech savvy enough to have been associated with this at some point. February 26, 2015. So the question still stands. Dude, please tell me, please tell me this isn't like one of those that Yanni or Laurel crap, it is. is it? This Yanni and Laurel owes all okay. of its pop culture stardom to this dress. All of it. Okay, now no, wait, wait a wait a second, dude. Are you telling me? That there's liars out there trying to say that when they look at this, they see blue and black. There are people out there. Who no, think they- dude, they're freaking <laughs> lying, dude. Clearly, it's gold. These are the kind of people who just want to argue for argument's sake. I love this. It is not blue. It's clearly white and gold. <laughs> I love this. Okay. You are experiencing what everybody experienced in February 2015. Anybody who was online for about a 12-hour period got to witness this. This was such a flash in the pan. Now, I was on Twitter uh, last week asking people like, hey, uh, I've got, I'm have got i doing a podcast with a buddy who was in jail, prison. I said jail, I think, mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time. Who's gal? The Who's Cow. And I said, um, well, I need some events that happened during his time in, in prison that, uh, that that we can jog his memory with or at least introduce him to it. And people were like, what about the Royals winning the the um, uh, the World Series? I'm like, dude, I, he was in prison, not a coma. I mean, he's right outside of Kansas <laughs> exactly. City. I mean, it was a big deal. Exactly. At the prison I was at. Exactly. I'm like, he's going to know about that. But these. I actually watched every game of the World Series. <laughs> okay. So I was <laughs> live at the at the ball field. They let us out and they let us. Yeah. Go. yeah. You know, the prison shackled us up. You know, they took us down there. We had, we had great seats, as a matter <laughs> of fact. Yeah. But uh, we couldn't buy hot dogs or beer or anything, but we got to go to every World Series game. That is correct. So uh, this thing was hot. And it was fast. I go to bed a lot earlier than my wife does. And uh-huh. I was embroiled in this thing for hours before I went to sleep, arguing with people online. I was on Facebook at the time. So I was going back and forth between Facebook and Twitter. Everybody was posting. People were just saying gold and white. That was their only post. And people knew there'd be like 15 threads underneath that of people arguing back and forth as to what color it is. And people were saying, just like you, you're a liar. You're trolling. There's no way that you see blue and black. There's absolutely no way that you see blue and black. Yeah, dude. As a matter of fact, it's making me mad. Yeah. I want to go back and find these threads and locate <laughs> these freaking idiots. Do you know what color I, I see? I mean, okay, I can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> Take a guess. You better not say blue and black, Take dude. Yes. Dude, you better not be one of those people. What do you think? You, you see white and gold, bro, clearly. I see white and gold. I do see white and gold. Okay, I was going to say, I've known you for too long and I love you too much. Don't do it just to be an a-hole. No, no, no. You know what I mean? But there are honest-to-goodness people out there that see blue and black. And here's the the worst thing about this, Brian. The dress is actually blue and black. 
Okay, it is. shut up. <laughs> I swear to God. No, it's not. So what, somebody altered a filter or something like that no, or what? No, there, there is, going down to vision science and neuroscience, there is an explanation as to why this is. So um, this, uh, <laughs> I'm trying Bro, to, you're trying to make me mad, aren't you? I'm not, I'll tell you what, this is, I'm not, this is just like the Clay Aiken album. I'm not buying it. So some saw it as, not some it. Saw, it, saw it with gold lace while they saw it with blue uh, with black lace for a week, a constant week, the debate became well known in uh, Collins, say a small island community. Okay, this is where it took place. This lady, it was like a, a bridesmaid's dress, or like a, a I think it was okay. the, the mother of the bride's dress, and eventually they they actually showed her in the dress, and it was blue and black. It was actually blue and black. So all of us who said, oh, "You idiots, you're lying, you're liars, yeah. you're lying liars," Bro. we were the ones who were lying. We were the ones. No, Chody, I still, no, I refuse to believe it, okay? I don't <laughs> care, all right? I don't care what these people, what the fake photo they showed later that they photoshopped. Well, all of a sudden, you put a woman in it and it shifts colors like a chameleon? Yeah, it does. No. Well, it's like freaking, uh, what's that character off X-Men? It just like it shifts and changes into different stuff. All of a sudden, it's that? I'm not going to go for it. I believe you're talking. I'm still not buying it. Oh, God. I just had Mystique. Mystique. There you go. So neuroscientists uh, Bevel Conway and Jane Neitz believe that the differences in opinion are a result of how the human perceives color and chromatic adaptation. Conway believes that it has a connection to how the brain processes the various hues of a daylight sky. Your visual system is looking at this thing and you're trying to discount the chromatic bias of the daylight axis. So you're looking at it. You're seeing sunlight hitting it and it's reflecting back to you and you're just misinterpreting the whole thing thing people either discount the blue side in which case they end up seeing white and gold or they discount the gold side in which case they end up seeing blue and black okay well there's no way that that's what it is because i'm colorblind bro i don't see race (laughs) i don't see religion i don't see any of that stuff so i'm impervious to this trick because i have friends who are all different colors and i don't even see it well, here you are. We have arrived at this conclusion. It's so funny that you wow. you are um, you're you're vehemently disagreeing with me because that's. I mean, this was on the Today Show, Good Morning America, CNN. It was on everything, and everybody had their opinion. And by so it it was it was a big deal for like a week or so. But online, by the time the morning hit, everybody who was online were just like, "What's the big deal? We we we've already gone through this." People who slept through it that night woke up and they were trying to hop on the bandwagon and by the time they were hopping on the bandwagon there were already memes making fun of it and making fun of the people for finally being on it and this was like a 12 hour process well i'm gonna tell you right now good for them because i'm gonna wake up tomorrow tripping because i'm gonna i don't believe any of this <laughs> and i am going to everybody is gonna be like why is this guy bringing this dress up again i'm gonna have all nine of my twitter followers in an uproar you should uh, bring it up at work tomorrow and see what everybody Yeah, I'm going says. to because, hey, we totally missed this one in prison. We totally missed this one. I bet. I bet. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Good one to start off with. Good one. Yeah, I thought it was a good one. Um, so let's see here. So when exactly did you go to prison? Um, I was arrested and went to jail on December 1st of 2013. So you missed all of 2014. Okay, so I've got some things here from 2014. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, for, for to be all honest, I missed all of 2013 too. Oh yeah, why is that? I mean, whenever the the um, you know detectives were interrogating me, they were asking me questions about election night, and I had no idea that there was even an election that Obama had won, or I had no idea. Oh wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, I you know, like I said, when you're living that life, you're in a different realm of that's right. existence, and anything that's that's in the real world, you really don't, you're not, you're not, you're not a part of it. So. It was crazy to me, and I knew I remembered that it was almost election time, but I thought it was like nine months ago, and it had only been like two months. So, yeah, it's it's just a long, tiring, haggard life on the run. I can tell you that. Well, I can tell you even when I was doing when I was doing drugs back in the day, back in like the early two thousands, um, there are entire TV shows that I'm going back and getting caught up on because uh, yep. you you just you aren't who who turns on a TV when you're getting high all the time like and, no. and not just high like smoking weed like when i was doing ecstasy with you actually 
and we would oh yeah that's right we did lock ourselves in the uh in in what was the laundry room but i didn't have a washer and dryer it was basically just my yeah. bedroom and uh we would be back there for like an entire 48 hour period just you would try and lock out the world completely right because it wasn't the, what you were trying to feel or experience right the only time we left the room was to go back out to the microwave and warm up the glow sticks again so that we could yeah because they would lose their oomph that's right exactly <laughs> that's right. right oh my god terrible that's okay right. tell me what else i missed man. so 2014 i gotta know um did you hear anything about the sony hack do you have you heard the sony of the hack. sony hack no, no. Okay. So I'm going to guess. Oh, interesting. I do like you guessing. This is, this is a different yes. part of the game that I wasn't uh, necessarily familiar uh, with. I'm, you know, I'm going to say that uh, somebody was able to hack Sony computers. Wow. Okay. You're getting close. Or so- did somebody breach Sony as a whole? Sony as a whole. The entire company was hacked. Whoa, dude, Mr. Robot stuff. Yeah. Tell me more. So first it was the online release of it, uh, of at least five Sony movies, including Annie and Fury. Then private emails between the studio executives and famous producers were leaked, wherein the executives insulted some A-list stars like Angelina Jolie, Adam Sandler, forcing them to apologize. So like this, this entity hacked Sony oh, and started slowly releasing things, exposing them at a high level. Then the threats turned violent when the hacking group identified as the Guardians of Peace warned that any theater that released the movie called The Interview, where two Americans assassinate Kim Jong-un, would face a bitter fate. The world would be full of fear. Remember the 11th of of September 2001, the hackers warned. So it was, Dude, this is ridiculous because I remember that movie had Seth Rogen in it, right? That's right. Seth Rogen and, and James like, And like all these theaters didn't want to play it. That was a result of this? Yes. So that is a direct wow. result of the hackers getting in there and threatening. I mean, all the theaters, they, they looked at it as this is a liability thing. They're giving a direct warning that they might, they might do something. And if we allow, this yes. theater, uh, allow our theater to play this movie... Then if somebody if it does get attacked, then we might have a liability. And all these theaters were saying, "Nope, not going to do it. Close it down. Shut it down." And uh, it was crazy because it was going to be a, a kind of a, a big movie. So Sony had to scramble, and Seth Rogen had to scramble, and they decided to, to actually release it um, via iTunes. And it was like it was a Christmas Day movie. So over the Christmas holiday, there were. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who were just going to iTunes and downloading it there. But it became this whole like free speech conversation that everybody was having. My old podcast, I got into it with my uh, with my co-host, Craig, and, and he was saying that uh, the, the, the theater was being all these theater chains were being a bunch of, you know, pansies because they weren't standing their ground and and actually playing it. And I was on the side of the theater saying, is it worth it? For a movie? Well, and especially you got to think about, you know, that, that guy dressed up as the Joker who just shot up a theater. I don't know if that was before this or whatever, but it wasn't I too mean, long hey, before. I'm going I'm to take it pretty serious. Exactly. Exactly. But now, 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 you said this was around the time as an online release of Annie. Is that what you said? Yeah, they, they, uh, they ended up. Now, some, somebody told me. That they made a new that that there was a new version of Annie. Yes, this is the but new. See, Annie. I'm colorblind, so I couldn't even tell <laughs> that um, it was different at all. Yeah. somebody had to tell me if that Annie was it was white or black. It, it was actually and a blue. I was like, clearly, it's white. And anybody that says that says she's black is just trying to start a fight in line. It was actually she was blue and black. Actually, well, there, well yeah, yeah, but yes, and but apparently that was a real thing. God, man, I miss so much. Yeah, yeah. So theaters said that they would not show the film, and Sony said that they would not release it as a result. Uh, a move that was criticized by many, including President Obama, as caving to terrorist demands. On Christmas Eve, the day before it was originally scheduled to be released, Sony announced that it would be available through Google Play and YouTube. Uh, I got it through iTunes uh, specifically, and almost instantly, more than 300 independent theaters followed by holding screenings uh, on Christmas. But it ended up being like this pop culture phenomenon that anytime anybody mentions that movie, you're immediately thinking of the hack. You're immediately thinking of terrorists. And uh, it was a it was an okay movie. Like I, I thought it was funny. I remember seeing previews of it far before any of this ever happened, thinking to myself, this looks hilarious. This is going to be really good. And I think North Korea ended up kind of ending up putting it on a pedestal 
and probably making it more popular than it ever would have been. But sure, exactly right for yeah. for us or for American businesses to cave and cower. You know that kind of probably made them feel powerful as well. You know that's what I mean? The, like that's the other like thing had anything to do with them. That's the other thing. Yeah, the, and and that's all they wanted to do was cause a little bit of an uproar, and they were able to get a movie just completely removed from the shelves. Which, you know, these days it takes it takes uh, a sex scandal to have that happen. But back then, that that sure. didn't really happen. I th- the only times I can think of stuff is like when, after September 11th, some movies decided to to hold off and not come out. Um, Spider Man, I remember, had a big uh, one of the big ads for Spider Man um, was. The, the the webbing going uh, in between the two the World Trade Center yes and yeah. they decided to take that down I I think there was another there was a specific movie a Tim Allen and movie. there was and I, I you know it's 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 weird how that how that can happen and you know I brought up Mr Robot a little bit ago and uh, you know they had a scene in one of theirs where this business executive like shot himself in the head like on live television yeah. Um, in a news interview, and like the day that that episode was supposed to air, somebody had went in and shot up some members of the press, and they decided to pull it as well. You know, I guess it's nice to be sensitive a little bit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. The one uh, that I was thinking of specifically was Big Trouble with Tim Allen and uh, uh, Janine Garofalo and Tom Sizemore, Renee Russo. It was going to come out wow. like it was going to come out like the Friday after September 11th. And it was all about like a, the big scene at the end, if I remember right, was like a, uh, a plane hijacking. So I, that made sense. They postponed that a few, a few yes, months for before sure. it came out. But, uh, the other one in 2014, obviously, like I said, I'm trying to focus on things that you might not have heard of, but for the death of Robin Williams, I was wondering how you heard about that because out here on the outside, Everybody heard about it. This was a situation for me where I can remember where I was when I heard about it. Similar to when I heard Michael Jackson died. Like I know exactly where I was. It's always going to be with me because Robin Williams was such a big part of my life growing up. So did you hear about it in prison or did like just walk me through that? You know, that that was uh it's weird. You know, you have um you know, you a lot of people have like uh, family members that, that are on the streets and you always hope that something doesn't happen to your family members when you're on the streets. Right. Um, because you'd feel terrible. And, you know, it's weird how there's some celebrities that kind of have a, a, uh, hold of your heartstrings. And that was definitely true with me, with Robin Williams. I heard about it when I was at work. Uh-huh. I really didn't watch the news that much whenever I was in prison because the news depressed me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's it's a whole bunch of events that you're not going to and you're not a part of. And <laughs> yeah. who cares what the weather is? I know what I know what the forecast is tomorrow. I'm in freaking prison. Who cares what the weather's gonna be tomorrow? <laughs> um, so but when I found this out, this really put me in a dark place. It devastated me. It made it actually made me very sad. Right, because I could kind of identify with him. Um, oh, I know that that, yeah. that I've, I I know that I've used humor a lot in my life to disguise sadness, to disguise my true feelings and and tragedy, and and I know that's you know uh, a lot of people who who do that. You know, a lot of right. su- successful celebrities. Jim Carrey talks about it all the time, and um, but it just. To think that somebody that successful, that brilliant, that ta- talented could still sink that, that low and have so many dark places and nobody was there to help him, it was just tragic to me. And I remember right. uh, the prison movie channel actually did a Robin movie, a uh, Robin was, Williams movie marathon. I was going to ask about that, how, how, it, uh, how it went in the prison, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, because he had like the innocence of a child, you know, but he could play an adult as well. And, uh, you know, every one of his performances and, and I don't know, it's just, it, it's to me, it just really shows that, you know, that guy had a life that everybody would kill for any aspiring actor would, would, would die to have. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, you know, he could make an entire world laugh and cry with his performance, but yet we, you know, nobody knew how much he was really suffering underneath. And that's right. really sad. Interesting. So the so the prison actually 
um, identified how much he obviously meant to the prisoners themselves. I mean, you got to think he 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 influenced pretty much an entire generation. Um, yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Like, you know, the the inmates picked the movies that that was on the movie channel. Which, by the way, they just canceled. The, they just took the movie channel off the air. The movie channel at Lansing Prison has been around for over twenty years, really? and they just pulled the plug on it, which was great because you get to watch newer movies without commercials, and it was it was a great thing to help pass time, especially on the weekends. Why did they take um, it away? But. Uh, you know, they just didn't want to fund it anymore. Uh, they just, and, and at the same time, idiots, 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 taking something that everybody loves and abusing it and using it the wrong way. Taking advantage. Um, they found a laptop full of porn in there. Um, they found, you know, contraband, this and that. So, uh, that happened several times and they said, you know, uh, these guys are sitting up here in this media room by themselves and they can't, they can't behave. So not only did they pay for it, but now everybody has to pay for it with no movie channel. I now, see. oh my God, I'm lo- I am so happy I'm not that guy in max custody in the maximum prison behind the walls, and I'm the guy responsible for taking away the movie channel. Do you think they that better they'll... put him in protective custody? Because <laughs> uh, that's a big deal. Do you think that that uh, the inmates would find out who it was? I mean, you... oh, of course. So how would they find? Of course, okay, like that that's out? just. That... That see that's the thing right there. Uh, correctional officers, guards will tell other inmates what happened. Oh, this and that. Um, so and then and then it just leaks out, and then that's what you call inmate.com. Then it goes viral, and huh. not to mention another thing too is they have to go to their DR hearings, and on the DR hearing list they'll have exactly you know what they wrote up for. So all that stuff gets out. All of it gets out. Wow. Yep. Interesting. I mean, and really all it takes is, you know, one person to say, why don't we have the movie channel anymore? Well, the guys who are working up there had a bunch of porn and a bunch of tobacco. Okay, thank you. That's wow. all they need to hear. Okay, so it's not necessarily anyway, so enough a matter of, that, of funding. But, well, yeah, that's that was one of their biggest excuses because they wanted to get, like, an outside person to run it or be there to monitor it at all times uh, because they could not trust the inmates to run it themselves anymore. That is correct. Wow. Sometimes back in the day, late at night, whenever there's hardly any guards on duty, um, the inmate running it would put a porn on Channel 6 for everybody to watch. Are you kidding me? So everybody's just in there watching a porn? You know, on inmate.com, everybody's got their own TV. Oh, no. That's whenever people on the bottom bunks would put their sheet up to make a jack shack. Oh, dude, I didn't. So when you say... I was just thinking like it's like a conference room and you all go sit and like watch. No, a movie. no, 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 no. The movie channel broadcasts to oh. yeah, channel oh. six. K Pen, K P E N, like Kansas Penitentiary <laughs> Television. Wow, I did not know that. Now, how much? Yes, I can't believe. Why would they take the the chance to do that? Oh, I don't. I don't. I mean, you know, some of these guys. If they're never going home, they don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I but, mean, you get a little bit of responsibility, and from what uh, yeah, I understand, right. like you know, it's it's a it's a badge of honor. I imagine that would be a coveted position that somebody would want to have, right? Oh yeah, that would be a great position because I'll tell you what, uh, inmates were allowed to request movies. Okay, right. So you were the one that got to pick the movies. Exactly. So right there, that that's a hustle. Right. Hey man, hey man, I can get your movie on. Just uh, give me five bucks in commissary. Boom. You know, you sat there and figure they played three different movies a day. During the week, they played four, and then they played three new releases on the weekend. Hey, your money adds up quick. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a hustle, definitely a hustle. But, you know, at the same time, you know, that any time they're looking to nickel and dime the system, a lot of these guys are going to do it, man. They're just going to do it. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think about the fact that uh, it's actually pumped into your room and uh, – you know, guys, I, I, I never understood this. I've heard that they don't allow porn in prison. I suppose I understand why they don't let porn in prison, but couldn't do, do you get in trouble for pleasuring yourself? Uh, well, yes. If somebody saw you pleasuring yourself, yeah, that that was a class one write-up. That's lewd, lewd act, uh, lewd sexual act, and 
undue familiarity to class one write-ups. So it's just a matter of somebody seeing it. It's not the fact that you're yes. doing it. It's a matter of somebody seeing it. If somebody, yeah, yeah, exactly right. You'd have to, you'd have to be caught by a correctional officer to be wrote up. Okay, because I mean, I, I just imagined this witch hunt thing of like, I I heard he uh, I heard he was masturbating the other day. Oh, you did, and like, there's a huge investigation into whether he was masturbating or not. And no, 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 no. There would okay. actually have to be you'd have to be caught by an official. Otherwise, it's hearsay, and and, okay. and they wouldn't really do anything about that. Jesus, I just I just know. I mean, you got to do it at some point. Well, sure, and and you know the reason that so. They took away porn and and tobacco within like the same three month period. I can only imagine oh, how only aggravated. Imagine. Yeah, that's wow. The context of that song and this this I, conversation. I need to get um, that drop because that guy did not mean for us to drop <laughs> that that song and most of the yeah. references that we use. <laughs> I can only imagine <laughs> what it would be like. In prison without the poem by my side. No, but so they took it away, man. Now these guys are going through nicotine fits, you know. They don't have their porn anymore. But, you know, the porn would get these guys worked up, man. Next thing you know, they're getting all worked up. Then they're going to go take out that sexual aggression on a victim. Um, Yeah, uh, I guess that's right. And then at the same time, what do they want when they're done with that victim? They want a cigarette, for God's sake. (laughs) Well... (laughs) So whenever the state of Kansas outlawed um, tobacco in all state state buildings, well, that includes prisons. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they used to be able to buy chewing tobacco, cartons of cigarettes, uh, cigarette papers, pouches. All that was available. And if you had no money and you're indigent, like you're poor in prison, well, you would get a free sack of generic tobacco every month with papers. Wow, really? So, yeah. So, I mean, they – you know, really, the prison would like to have uh, tobacco still for sale because they would make a lot of money. Right. Uh, but not to mention, it takes, you know, all the money out of the black market. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. That's crazy, dude. Sure. Um, man, there was something in that little thread that we were talking about that reminded me of something, and I can't remember what it is now. My bad. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's nah, no big deal. Give uh, me another it- one. It might come to me soon. So uh, moving on to, to, to 2015, this is one that I thought was kind of interesting that uh, that took the world by storm. And if you weren't paying attention to the news, it might not have come up at work and or, or anywhere else. But I imagine maybe, just maybe, the prisoners were talking about this. You know what? I don't want to put too many words in your mouth, just assuming things. I'd like to hear if you heard about this. So there was a prison escape in New York. Uh, one of the biggest yes. summer, stories of the Man. summer seemed like something straight out of a Hollywood movie. It involved two prisoners, a sexual liaison with a prison worker who smuggled tools hidden in frozen meat and a midnight escape with a smiley face getaway note. Uh, so it was David Sweat and Richard Matt, both convicted uh, murderers, escaped from the maximum security Clinton Correctional Facility in upstate New York on June 6th, crawling out of sewage pipes and digging through cell walls a la Shawshank Redemption. So you heard about this. Yes, I did. And this is something that, you know, female and even male guards go through a lot of training on because what she did is she exposed, she let them play her. Yeah. Um, you know, once they, they start asking you about your personal life and you give them details and they find out that, that you're not satisfied somewhere or, or you're unhappy about your mm-hmm. marriage, well, then they're going to start playing the part of Prince Charming. Yeah, they're gonna tell you everything you want to hear. You got to think about it. The, you know, most people have been going to school and working legitimate jobs their whole life. Most prisoners have been doing nothing but hustling, stealing, and killing from exactly. the day they could walk. They're so convicts. If you think, they're cons. Yes, yes. If you think that you're gonna be able to come in and play on their level, you're wrong. So right. they start selling you the dream. Immediately, they start selling you the dream. And they've got nothing but time, so it's going to be the long con. And, and they, the always. long con, and that's like in Lansing Prison where I was at, they rotate the guards all the time. So people cannot get you know too comfortable. People cannot learn everything about you. And, wow. and this keeps things shuffled up. But you know, this woman had to spend 8 to 10 hours a day with these guys in her ears. Well, she didn't have to do anything. She right. suckered in. It's her fault. Right. She's an idiot. She got caught. You know, but now, you know, she 
believes that you know this is happily ever after. I think I said in one of our previous episodes that there was a woman guard up at Lansing Prison who the guy conned her into putting him into a dog kennel and sneaking him out. God, now, these, yes, you mentioned that. Now, see, these women typically are not lookers. Whenever they leave the gates, they disappear <laughs> into the world. And now, no, I, I, I don't mean to be rude. No, no, but I'm, but I'm see, putting it together. These guys, these guys know how to choose their victims wisely. Well, yeah, now, these it's just women, like any other any other victim they choose. They're not going to pick somebody that's going to be too difficult to yeah. I mean, to I, mean, I mean, okay, like, and I, I hate to be rude, but just imagine, like, you know, a you know, uh, a textbook beautiful woman, whatever that is to you, people out there. Imagine, you know, a beautiful, beautiful woman. Okay, these I'm, guys I'm pick, are on, not going to go for hang, her. You're telling me to picture a beautiful woman. I'm there. So okay, I'm, so I'm there you go. I'm picturing Julie Cash, if you guys know who that is. But just go ahead. Okay, so Julie Cash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say these people are not going to have any problems on the outside. You know, they have plenty of attention, not only when they're at work, but but when they leave work as well. But you know, some of these women who have a lot of uh, have have a lot of self esteem issues and maybe some body you know they hate their bodies and right. they're just down on themselves. I mean, it's a sad but true thing. And sometimes right. even beautiful women who are by societal standards, you know, perfect even have these issues. So sure, I, I don't sure. mean to be rude. I'm just saying typically these guys pick the women who once they leave the prison they're invisible to the world, but right. whenever they show up to the prison they're treated like they are the world. And now. Mm. They get addicted to that. Right. Whether it's real or not in the beginning, it doesn't matter. It feels good. But then after a certain amount of time, it is real and it feels good. And this is what I want all the time, not only when I'm at work. And how can I get that? I got to get him out of here. Right. You know, right. he loves me. He, lo- he <laughs> loves me. He would never do anything to hurt me. You guys don't know the way he talks to me. I mean, these are the things that they feel and that they believe. Right. I mean, and because they have had so much work done on them. And it's almost to the point where they're like, well, should we even allow women to work in men's prisons anymore? Should yeah. we allow men to work in women's prisons? Right. You know, because it is there. I mean, it is there. It is there. It is there. You know, a, a man working at the women's prison is about as close as he's ever going to be to knowing what it's like to be an NBA player. Everywhere you go, you got women <laughs> wanting to sleep with you. Right. So it's uh, it's it's kind of it kind of puts these people in a bad situation. But regardless of the situation, they put themselves in it. They did, and they break the rules. So they got to pay the consequences. But this blew me away. When this happened, oh, the guards at the prison had to go through a lot more training. Thank you. That's uh, what I was wanting to get into. Because, I mean, yeah. I, so the, 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 the guards had to go through training. What did they do with the prisoners? I mean, did they, did they involve you in any of that? Or did they limit the access you guys had to the story? Was there anything like that? No, 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 no limit to the access on the story. But the thing is, is that uh, they were wanting the guards to crack down a lot faster. You know, because really... Asking a, even asking a guard this question, like, what'd you do this weekend? That right there is undue familiarity. Does right. that have anything to do with what we're doing right here in prison? You yeah. can ask me for toilet paper. You can ask me if you can go to the clinic. You can ask, but my personal life has not, so boom, that is shut down. That's a class one write-up, undue familiarity. Oh, so wow. then they started cracking down on that a lot more. You know what I mean? They don't need to be talking about your kids. They don't need to be talking about your personal life, blah, blah, blah. And that's the same rules for me at work now that I um, manage inmates. What I do off the clock uh, or at any other time is none of their concern. It's really breaking the prison rules for me to talk about anything that's not work-related. Interesting. Okay. I didn't realize that would trickle into uh, you know, your, your place of business. And for those of you guys who don't know, who haven't listened to the other episodes, Brian works with inmates at, uh, at his job uh, as a welder. So. 
Crazy, man. I, I, I wondered how that how, you know, that worked with you guys being in prison and everything, um, even when it, even when it broke, because here on the outside, it was three weeks worth of everybody just every day you'd wake up and find out some new information. So to to put a nice little bow on this for everybody, just in case you guys don't remember, it was a huge manhunt that took place over the course of uh, three weeks over northern New York. Uh, law enforcement officers shot and killed Matt on June 26th. Uh, they found sweat two days later in November. He pleaded guilty to all the charges related to his escape. Now, the prison seamstress, this is who we were talking about earlier, Joyce Mitchell, who Brian called ugly, uh, was arrested no, I did and not. Admitted, <laughs> admitted to having had a sexual relationship with Matt, along with providing the tools uh, for his escape. She got seven years in prison. I don't know how I feel about that. Um I mean, to be fair, I think they did end up they, they ended up killing some people while they were out, if I remember right. Good thing this isn't like a news podcast, cause, so we don't have to get all the facts straight. But if yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember there uh, that they. I think so. I, I believe somebody may have been held hostage or something like that. Right, right. And this this article that I'm on is just uh, like a quick just blurbs about all these news stories. They don't really get into that. But seven years for helping somebody escape who um, in my yes. world right now that I'm painting, he they murdered somebody and they held somebody hostage. So seven years doesn't sound like that long, especially they've been given training on this. They should know there's a higher level of liability on their end, in my opinion, because they know better. That's so yeah, you, I agree. When I agree. You make 100%. that decision. You make that decision, you know, I'm going to be in so much trouble for this. In seven years? I don't know. How long were you originally sentenced for? Five. Five. Okay. Okay. And I did four. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, I mean, 2015, there's so many big stories. That was the beginning of the rise of Trump, uh, which complete, Trump is to me 9-11 and not, we don't talk politics, but in the seismic shift of the nation, Trump is like a 9-11 and the fact that everything changed from the moment he entered the race in 2015 to now, everything is different. Everything. And just like uh, 9-11, from that moment on, everything was turned on its ear. So a lot of news stories uh, were... were, like when I when I went through 2015, it was all Trump stuff, and then 2016, all Trump stuff, except Pokemon Go 2016. Did oh, you hear God. anything about Pokemon Go in prison? Okay, I, I want to make sure I know what this is. Okay, is this where I saw like morons running around on the streets with their phones trying to find stuff on their phones? <laughs> Basically, it's it's an augmented reality game. Developed uh-huh. and published by Niantic for iOS and Android devices. I, I, I never got into Pokemon anyway. I didn't know yeah. what Pokemon was. Um, but this is something that, that broke in, in, in 2016. And it's one of those things, like, I remember, like, when you and I were younger, something would break someplace and you would, like, hear about it. But it would take a while for it to, to get to wherever you were just because maybe it's because we were in the Midwest, but like something would break on the East Coast and it would take a while to get to you. Something would yes. break on the West Coast. It would take a while to get to you. But now everything is so fast and so rapid that like I heard about Pokemon Go watching the Today Show in the morning, getting ready for work. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if I'll ever see that. And the moment I left the house, I saw the zombies walking around with their smartphones out. I'm like... This just debuted like overnight. How is this yeah. so big already in my tiny little Kansas town? But anybody who had a smartphone was going out and finding these. Basically, these Pokemon characters were hidden. It's It stems from geocaching. Do you remember what that is? No. Geocaching is basically a uh, scavenger hunt that they okay. that that, uh, that that people used to. Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Any listeners out there that uh, that are, are going li- to that know what geocaching is, they're going to be throwing their phones against the wall. But uh, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a scavenger hunt where certain things are, were like buried places, and you'd get the coordinates and you'd go find them, and you would like collect what was ever in there and, and like collect all ten and win a prize type thing. I'm okay, butchering this, cool. but that's basically what it was but that sounds fun i want to geocache right now well now you can pokemon go where you no, get i will not do li- that okay good good well you and i are on the same page 
we look at that and see stupid, much like people look at uh, look at the dress and either see blue and black or yes. we we look at this and say stupid. Other people look at it and say awesome. And far more people thought it was awesome because it was the biggest craze. People were walking off into traffic. People were leaving work, losing their jobs, trying to get all these things. Wow. It, it was and it was again, it was another flash in the pan. It, it like created this billion dollar company. And everybody was buying stock in it. Couldn't wait for the next video game to come out. Nothing. Boom. Bust. And like within a couple of months, it doesn't exist anymore. People just make fun of it now. It's like the Limp biscuits of the 2016s. Everybody did it, but now everybody just makes fun of it. Chody, I was in prison watching that happen on the news. And I said, if this is what's going on out in the real world, just keep me here. <laughs> what has happened to society, if this is what I'm walking out to, I don't want to leave. <laughs> and before I left, the day that I was released, I was in I was in booking and I said, hey, before I go, are they still doing that Pokemon thing out there? And the guard assured me that no, it's over. And I felt good about leaving. That's good. That's yeah, interesting. I wonder, yeah. I wonder, though, had he pulled out his phone and been like, hey, there's one right there. Which way would it have gone? How I would have, have punched him in the face to get another case, and I would have put my hands out to get cuffed. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. No way. No way. I will ever go into a world like that. <laughs> no way. Uh, interesting. I, I forgot. Uh, 2015. The number one movie was Force. The Force Awakens. Uh, the Star Wars reboot. Uh, did you? Is that something you got to watch in prison on the movie channel? Uh, what, what? Say it one more time. The Force Awakens, uh, the new Star Wars flick? Yes, 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 a guys, movie night, movie night, yes, yes I did. So you guys got to watch it in, in prison, it was there, I mean, I, God, for me watching that film, I felt like a child again, I got out of there and I, 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 I loved life after getting out of that movie again, I wonder what it was like in prison, because... You know, you don't walk out of the theater after that, and you know you you don't get to just like get, go home and pop in the Star Wars DVDs and start watching from the beginning again, like a lot of people did. I mean, was there any reaction to to, to Star Wars: The Force Awakens in prison? Dude, everybody loved it. That's awesome. I, I, I mean, I mean, you won't believe it. It's almost like it's a case of Arrested Development. But the most popular movies in prison are all the Avenger movies and the Star Wars movies. Interesting. Oh, that makes and, sense, man. and the Maze Runner movies. Really? Oh, especially Maze Runner Part 2 when they break out of the prison. Like, they beat the hell out of those guards and escape. Everybody's oh, cheering as they're beating the guards. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You see the guards <laughs> in there, like, guarding the movie night. And they're just, like, taking steps back against the wall. <laughs> wow. I hadn't thought about I haven't seen Maze Runner. I'm surprised they let you guys watch something that has prison guards getting beaten up. I'm surprised they let you watch that in prison. Well, you know, I, I guarantee if they would have monitored it beforehand, they would not have let us watch it. I see. So it was just a matter of maybe getting a little lazy on their end. Uh, yeah, de definitely. That's, there's a lot of things where it's lazy on their end. Yeah, uh, it's like the the whole entire prison thing is almost like where they let us do whatever, and then they get mad whenever we do something that was unmonitored or unchecked. It's like, well, I'm sorry, right. my bad. My bad. What did you expect us to do? Of course, we're going to push the envelope. Yeah, if we're you, in freaking prison. You, I, you know, the thing is, it's like they will, I, and it's something so minor. Like, uh, you know, you guys are not allowed to, like, like if you have uh, your cell is on one side of the building, uh, but you go to the other side to use the bathroom. Well, if all the toilets and showers are full on that side, I'm going to go to the other one. So everybody does it. And all of a sudden, one day, they'll make a big deal out of it and try and write everybody up for it. Well, huh. whenever you have a job, you certainly do not want to get wrote up because right. you lose your job. Oh, God. You, you know, you go from making minimum wage to 11 cents a day. Oh, my God. And that's quite a hit. That's quite a hit. Yeah. No joke. That's crazy. So, 2016, you got the Pokemon Go, you got, uh, the, you know what, 2016 is basically uh, the Star Wars flick, because it came out uh, Christmas of 2015, but um, moving on to 2016, uh, 17, excuse me, one of the biggest things that wasn't like a, I mean, it was a news 
thing because everybody, you know, uh, for weeks leading up to it, everybody was talking about it. But um, it's something that specifically I think you can only experience on the outside. The solar eclipse from August of 2017. Yes. Yes. Were you able to do anything about that? Were you, were you, I mean, were you at work? What? Uh, yes. What was yes, going on? It, it, yes. So we had, an, we had an eclipse party. In the prison? Uh, no, no, at work. At work. Oh, lucky. Okay. So another good reason to, to have a job while you're in prison, you get to actually get out and enjoy some, some things like that. So yes. So, 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 so we, we, we grilled hot dogs, we grilled hamburgers out in the parking lot. And even though it was cloud coverage, it was something I'll never forget. It was a pretty cool experience. Everything went dark. All the automatic lights came on. And for some reason, a transformer blew at the time of the eclipse, which was kind of crazy. Um, yeah. But, you know, they, they got everybody, you know, um, commemorative, uh, you know, glasses to wear for it. Oh, yeah. So, nice. so, I mean, it was a really cool thing because a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that happen. And as a prisoner, you usually are not allowed to enjoy any of those things. And, right. uh, you know, that, so that was one good thing about my company and everything else is that is that they do. I mean, yeah, they expect work to get done and we are there for a profit. But at sure. the same time, you know, they, they, they like to celebrate the holidays and, and special occasions just to make you feel like you're actually a person still. So, right. yeah, I mean, right. that, so they dude, that was a very them. cool day. A very That's so cool. cool. So what what about the prisoners, though, like when you got back? Because I, I remember you telling me like when when, I, when you first kind of got to prison, maybe not your first day, but when you were still getting used to things, you would see somebody outside. And I think you said they were like drinking a Coke or something like that? or But you realize, like, what are they doing over there? How do they get to do that? Well, they get to go out and go to work. I mean, did you get back from the eclipse and, like, tell everybody, like, oh, my God, it was amazing, and they didn't get to see it type thing? Or that, yeah, the prisoners? That's, yeah, that, that, that's exactly right. You know, they, um, they got to see everything get dark, but they didn't yeah. actually get to look up at the sky and experience the whole thing like I did. You know, right. just like, um, just like, uh, whenever movie night would come around, okay, okay, uh, p- people who didn't have money couldn't afford to go, so ah. I-, I would always just buy extra tickets and I'd hand it out, you know, to people who didn't have money. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's just something I do because baller, baller. Oh no, no, no! And then and then I'd also <laughs> go with a whole bunch of like snack cakes and and stuff like that and hand them out at the movie just because. It's kind of just I don't know I just like everybody to have a good time. And well, you've always been like that. You always <laughs> you would always get the cocaine and invite everybody over. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> well, you I, I mean you always wanted to share the wealth, and I, yes. I I bring up the cocaine just kind of joking around, but but that's part of it. You you didn't want to experience if you were gonna do something fun. You never wanted to do it alone. You wanted to share that experience with that's people. Exactly that's exactly right. That's a good trait to have. It just it, we were doing something bad at that time. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we we were doing something bad for sure. Right. We, I mean, right. it's and, and I, I look back on that and I see like so many of these guys who I was in there with uh, were born into that world. You know what I mean? And yeah. and dude, I wasn't. And that's like something that is like so eye opening. Like I told you, I was a minority whenever I was there. Um, and not in color, but in, in, in education and right. in economical satellite, like, you know, the, the area and the family I came from, right. it was just, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many people there who never had a chance, you know? Um, but a lot of them will take the opportunity to better themselves and are there, but I see a lot, really few of them will, most of them will continue the reckless pattern that put them there in the first place. Right. It's a shame. Right. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Well, I'm glad you like, you know, I mean, dude, you realized the eclipse was awesome, dude, wasn't it? I I was out. Um, so God, where so Kansas City was almost 100 percent eclipse. Yeah, Kansas um, City had a good view. You know, we were in Leavenworth, which just was you know a little ways away. Pretty much all, all cloud covers. Essentially, it's essentially 100 percent at that point. Yeah. Co- I mean, coverage, I mean, of the moon actually crossing the oh, sun. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought you meant for sky. No, no, no dude, no. it got pitch black dark. And for some right. reason, 
several of us, this is crazy, it threw off our equilibriums a little bit. I can't really explain it, but it did. Interesting, it, it did. really. Yeah, it kind of felt dizzy, a little lightheaded for a few moments. Huh. Um, but I don't know. It was just something that that you certainly, you knew when it was happening, it was history. It just it was pretty cool. It is. It is really cool. I was out in Hayes, Kansas uh, for work. And I, I was out there for like three weeks leading up to it. And I just kept thinking, I'll be able to get the, the sunglasses from somewhere. It's not going to be a big deal. And about two weeks in advance, I started to think, Oh, I should probably start looking around and asking around, see if I can get it. And I, I got to the point where, I, like the day of, I was going to libraries saying, "Hey, do you guys have any?" No, we're all out. We don't have. I didn't have any of the freaking glasses. No. And, yeah. So in in Hayes, uh, it was actually a little bit outside. I was staying in Hayes. I was working in Waukini, Kansas, which is like thirty miles west of there. This is information nobody cares about, but. Um, <laughs> I is a tiny little town. Uh, I was able to go, you know, it was right around lunchtime. I think it was like one o'clock or something like that. So I was able to just uh, drive out into the middle of nowhere, Western Kansas. When they say Western Kansas is flat as a pancake, it is, but it's like the Western third of the state. In Waukini, there were actually some hills and stuff that you can get up up on. And so I got up on this like little hill. And I got online and I started looking like, what can I do with my phone so that I can just like uh-huh. dim it down to the lowest setting and aim it up there and just look at my phone and not look at the sun. And I was able to get some really cool shots because if I'm if I'm looking at it through my camera, I might as well be recording it anyway. So I was exactly doing that right. and I was and I was looking up at it. And I just remember having this moment where like like you said that there was cloud cover for us out there and everything like I just couldn't see, couldn't see, and all of a sudden like it just the the skies parted. I could see the eclipse and it took my damn breath away. It was one of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen. And I was out there all alone. And the creepiest part about it was all of the the bugs that came out. Because you said it got pitch black. Well, I was out in like the middle of this field. And as the as the sun was being blacked out by the moon, like yes. bugs started coming out of the ground and like like the, the sounds of night came. And I was out there all alone. I was like, gee, and coyotes were howling in the background and stuff. I was like, what on earth? earth and uh thank god i was able to in the middle of nowhere access google it took me like three minutes to download a page to actually read instructions on how to do that but uh yeah it was beautiful and i've i always wonder stuff like that because once once my buddy chody went to prison i yes. started just kind of thinking about stuff like that like I wonder what Chody's doing right now. I wonder what Chody, how Chody is reacting to this. It's good to hear that you were actually out, uh, you know, at work and able to participate in that. I, I just wonder what it was like for for the inmates to just uh, to be in there. And obviously, it's getting dark. They know what's happening. That had to have been just the feeling of missing out. Yes, had yep. to have just been incredible in a situation like that. The the entire um, North America. Is experiences people drove for hours and hours and hours just to get to a spot like Kansas City. Actually, uh, from what I remember, like every hotel in Kansas City was sold out just because of this eclipse. But just totally missing out, and that's what like the punishment of prison is kind of supposed to you be. You want to know right? what the big is, one is? What's that? New Year's Eve. Is it? Yeah. You know, you you got the ball drop on television. You got everybody who's waiting in line to call their loved ones at midnight. And then you got, you know, and this is right after Christmas just freaking broke your heart. Right, Um, right. You know, and it's just uh, those are the ones that uh, I I don't know. And I'm just like those are the worst. But, you know, that definitely like for something like a worldwide event where the media is all over it, everybody's tuned in. And you're watching it, you know, on your little 12-inch flat-screen prison TV. It's yeah. just, uh, it, I don't know, it just really does, it really does hit you in the heart, man. It really does, because you want to be experiencing it with your loved ones. Right. It makes you, it, I guess it, it kind of depends on the person who's experiencing it, too. It sounds like it made you, specifically, want to be good. 
want to get out and not miss those experiences going forward. Well, I, I, that's definitely it. That's definitely it, uh, Chody. Like I, it's 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 not only the little things, like 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 it's it's not only the big things to the world, you know, which are insignificant overall. But it's just like right. Like whenever I'm around all my nieces and nephews and I see how much they've grown up and I look at, you know, I saw a picture of my uh, my daughter uh, from last week and it just breaks my heart. You know, these things yeah. are are all happening every day and you're not a part of it. And uh, right. that's, you know, that's that stuff is terrible. Anytime I'm at like a Royals game or if I'm at, you know, a concert or if I am just at a farmer's market and I look around at all these people who are free. And I just sometimes right. sit there and think like I was not around, allowed to be around these people, you know, a year ago. And now here I yeah. am and nobody knows Crazy. but me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of um, coming up on it, coming up on a year now, right? September 25th will be a year. Holy cow. That's a month away, man. You're going to like have a party or something like that? Heck yeah, I am buying out the bar. Are you kidding me? Doing this thing. Dude, I might be living up there by then. Uh, dude, you better come. We'll get this figured out. We'll get this figured out. More news on that later. Uh, that's that, that. That's the episode, man. We're already done. Dude, this is great stuff, man. I, I, if there's more, I'd like to do another episode uh, because this is fun. This is fun because I, s- some of the stuff I didn't know was that big. So I would like to actually do a reversal and talk about things oh. that are huge in prison that yes. when I got out and tried to talk to people about it, they look at me like I'm an idiot because nobody awesome. out here even cared about it. Yes, interesting, interesting. We got to do that. So let's do this. Um, we are still working out our uh, our our Twitter page and stuff like that because I I jumped the gun I, early on in this process while we've been doing the pre-recording. I went ahead and got a Twitter page for what was going to be the name of our show, and that might not be the name of our show anymore. So uh, just keep an eye out. Uh, on uh, what I'm going to call the liner notes for the podcast, whatever application you're listening to this on, check to see what our Twitter page is. Follow us on Twitter. Um, there's going to be an email address, a voicemail line, stuff like that. Um, drop us some knowledge, some events that happened in the years that Brian was in prison. And Brian, refresh the memory for our listeners. How long? What were the years again? That was from December 1st, 2013 to uh, September 25th, of 2017. Let's just say all of 2013 through 2017, because like you said, you don't remember a lot from 2013 anyway, because of the lifestyle you were living. So yeah, 2013 exactly right. Through yeah, that's all, that's all dark to me as well. So stuff that you as listeners uh, resonated with you, again, not necessarily like who won the Super Bowl or who won the election, but a little, you know, smaller stories that that he, either Brian might not have heard of or you're interested in his reaction from his side of things from being in prison. Yes. And anything else that you guys want to talk about, go ahead and reach out to us on any, any of those mediums. Um Oh, the other thing is, God, I can't believe I've never mentioned this. I'm going to have to like create a closing for all the shows and, and, and put it in, in post. But go on iTunes, Google Play, whatever you're listening to us, uh, and rate the show. And give us five stars or pound sand. Don't, don't even give us four stars. Just five stars or nothing. Let us know uh, what you think of us. And... Um, uh, tell your friends, I guess, would be the moral of the story on this because we need to spread the word and uh, and get the word out there because I don't know if I'm going to be on Facebook when we drop this. I'm thinking about getting back on Facebook just so we can promote, but I I don't know. Uh, but we're going to need your guys' help. We're, this is going to be a community that we're building and you guys should feel a part of it and Brian and I are going to make you feel a part of it. And Brian, I have talked myself into oblivion. Um, <laughs> Uh, you got yeah, any, hey, you got any last words? No, I'm just coming off a road trip, uh, so I'm tired. I'm exhausted, but I, I really enjoyed the episode tonight. I think this is a lot of fun. I'd like to do some more of this. So let's definitely. I, I want to start working on the prison list as well. I already got three ideas in mind, and we'll go from there. I, I want to get a few more built up. Awesome, cool, very good. Well, uh, in that case, uh, guys, we'll we'll talk to you guys again next week. And uh, man, here pretty soon, man. We're going to have to start dropping these episodes pretty quick. Yes, we are. Here in a couple weeks. Dude, I'm ready. I'm ready. Right on. Right on. All right, I'm going to press stop. All right, Chose, I'm going to press stop too. Oh, my God.
Used to spend my nights out in ballroom. Let's go.